we all take care to protect our body and to ensure that poisons don't get ingested through the food or water we consume. But people don't realize that they are still getting poisoned through their thoughts. This is the mind-body connection that leads to psychosomatic illnesses. In the year 2002, there was an uproar in India over pesticides in bottled water. The Pollution Monitoring Laboratory of the Center for Science and Environment went about checking the pesticides level in bottled water in the market. And it discovered that the famed bisleri water contained 7,900% of the level of permissible pesticides. Subsequently, the government of India made its controls stricter to ensure that people were not getting poisoned by water. But people don't realize that they are still getting poisoned through their thoughts. This is the mind-body connection that leads to psychosomatic illnesses. So many of the diseases that afflict us have their origins in our mind. Now we all know, by our thoughts, we can increase our blood pressure or drop it, make the heart race or slow it. These thoughts change the chemical composition in our blood. Now, in the Indian mindset, a Swamiji is somebody who is supposed to have the answers to every problem that everybody faces. So as a spiritual counselor over the last four decades, I've had people coming to me with financial problems, relational problems, emotional problems, health problems. And counseling them, I noticed a pattern. People who were complaining of severe arthritis were also people who had a resentful nature and were harboring grudges. That made me suspicious that is there a link between harboring resentment and having arthritis? I put this hypothesis to test one day in Delhi. A devotee couple of my congregation had not been coming to the satsang for a full year. And then one day I saw them on the morning walk. And I said, what happened to you for the last year? The husband said, Swamiji, my wife is extremely sick from arthritis. I took a guess and I asked the wife, are you harboring grudges? The husband spoke up, 
Swamiji, you've hit the nail on the head. She's so full of resentment. And then it was the wife's turn to speak. She said, Swamiji, you know what? In the morning, if I am free from grudges, my pain reduces. And the day I am harboring excessive resentments, the pain increases. Now, that made me do a little search on the internet and I came to know that John Hopkins University had actually conducted research on this. Now, they do not conclude that resentment leads to arthritis, but they have scientific proof that resentment increases the symptoms of arthritic pain. This is yet another example of the impact of the mind over the body through the thoughts that it generates. Let's read about it from my latest book, Power of Thoughts. Modern research on the mind-body connection is validating the Vedic perspective. Study after study is revealing that extreme hatred, bitter jealousy, and numbing anxiety are all harmful to our body. They injure the cells in our kidneys, heart, intestines, and liver. In this way, toxic thoughts become the cause of disease. The word dis-ease itself means lack of ease or dearth of mental harmony. Conversely, our health and well-being are enhanced when we feel joyous. Positive thoughts of love, hope and courage are the best vitamins we can offer to our body. They nourish our organs and rejuvenate our energy level. Not surprisingly, as per Ayurveda, the most effective way to bring our cuff, pit and vat doshas into balance is to cultivate selfless love in the heart. There is a term in medical science called remembered wellness. In King's College in London, an experiment was conducted post-surgery where the wisdom teeth are removed. The mouth swells up and to control the swelling, patients are given an ultrasound machine that generates waves to bring the swelling under control. Now, in this experiment, patients were given the machine which was creating the humming sound. The only difference was that they were zero frequency waves, which means none at all. But the patients did not know and they used it to bring their swelling under control. Now what do you conclude from this? The patient's mind told them, I have got this equipment creating sound out here, 
I must be well. Those thoughts, I must be well, resulted in the healing. This is a case of remembered wellness, where the mind remembers the state of wellness and brings the body to that state by its thoughts of well-being. And the reverse of this is remembered illness. Somebody's BP is absolutely all right. He or she goes for the medical exam. The doctor checks the BP and says, hmm, we've got a borderline, 130, 90. The patient says, really? I was not aware that I've got a case of high BP. The doctor says, don't worry. This is white collar hypertension. So what is white collar hypertension? When that person walked into the hospital and saw the white collars of the medical staff, the mind decided, I am in the hospital, I must be unwell. And those thoughts raised the BP. This mind-body connection is important for us. If we wish to be healthy, it cannot be brought about merely by ingesting pills. We must be careful of the thoughts we harbor in our mind. And that leads to the concept of holistic wellness that was always expounded in the Vedas and is only recently being discovered in the Western world. Many millennia ago, in the scripture, Yoga Vasisht, there was this narration given where Lord Ram toured his kingdom and saw people afflicted by vyadhi or disease. He was moved to pity and returned and asked his spiritual preceptor Maharshi Vasisht, Gurudev, what is the cause of sickness? Maharshi Vasisht gave a very insightful answer. He said, Ram, disease begins with our thoughts. When our thoughts are poisonous, those of anger, frustration, anxiety, hatred, they disturb the manumai kosh, the mental sheath. This is the third of the five sheets, the panchakosh in the body. That disturbance of the mental sheath agitates the pranic sheath, the subtle energy flowing in the body. And that disturbance then manifests in the gross body as disease. Hence, thought by thought, we can make ourselves sick, but we can also heal ourselves by positive emotions, by harboring hope, optimism, joy, and by practicing selfless love. Let us keep learning more about them in this series on the power of thoughts.